Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Ronnie. So I want to start this episode off by having you tell me a story about something you remember. So let's go with, you talk a lot about being a teacher. So tell me about your first day as a teacher. What do you remember from that? Were you nervous, excited? What lessons did you plan? Just tell me something about your first day as a teacher. Okay, that's kind of a hard one because I had two first days as a teacher because I taught summer school first, but then I taught Uh, the real year and they're very different. Um, So I remember being, it's funny because you think of adults as being confident, but it is very scary standing in front of a, a room of kids, even though they're younger than you. It's very intimidating. So I remember being being scared of that, being scared that they'd be bored, wanting to make sure they were, they were you know, entertained, um, wanting to make sure that I was even teaching them something at all. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of a lot of nerves. I was definitely very nervous. So that's what you mainly remember. Yeah, that's what I mainly remember. Well, what if I was to tell you that I I think that that's probably not what happened. I think that probably what happened is that I think you were actually really confident and you knew exactly what you were doing, but you just wanted to sound like you didn't know what you were talking about. So, I, yeah, I think you were wrong. I'm just kidding, by the way. I, I, would, I, say, <laughs> I would say, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> But how did that make you feel for me to say, I don't think you're remembering it right. And I think that you're wrong. It's funny because even though I know what happened, I had a moment of like, oh, wait, what? Like, did it happen that way? (laughs) You kind of get confused. (laughs) I know. Well, I'm sorry that I did that to you, but that that was the point that I wanted to make because the topic that I want to talk about today is something called gaslighting. And now this is something that to our listeners out there that your parents may have heard of, or even kids, maybe you've seen it if you've been paying attention to the news. I know it's been, the word's been thrown out there a little bit. Um, So what is gaslighting? And uh, Brittany, I just used you as my little demonstration, but I just used you to demonstrate gaslighting. So, but you're wondering what gaslighting is. I am wondering what gaslighting is. <laughs> and I also want to know, after you tell us what it is, like how it got that name. But Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to explain that because uh, I had to look that up too. So what gaslighting is, is it's basically telling somebody that what they remember to be true is wrong. Now, it's different if someone says, last week you were so mean to me and you said this and you respond to them, well, I don't really think I was being that mean. I was, or I wasn't trying to be mean or, you know, there's a difference when you're talking about maybe a different perspective of how you remember an event like that. But when you constantly tell somebody that their memory is wrong, like I did to Brittany and I said, no, I think you're wrong. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I think you did this instead. And so I was trying to tell Brittany a different memory. Well, there's a term for that and it's called gaslighting. And we're going to talk a little bit more about why gaslighting is an important thing to be able to recognize and how people sometimes use it against us in the world. So if we can be aware of it, we can be better at noticing when someone's trying to do that to us so we can kind of keep our minds sharp so that we won't be misled. But so let's talk about where the term gaslighting came from. Brittany, I love, I know how much you love taking apart words and figuring out their meaning. So I purposely looked this up beforehand just yeah, for you. I'm at a loss, to be honest. Usually I can be like, oh, this is the root word, but this is something that you can tell is like, oh yeah, I have, I do not know. 
So from what I've read, I believe that the term gaslighting came from this old movie. I never watched it. I want to say it was the 40s or 50s or something. But I guess in this movie, it was called, the name of the movie was called Gaslight. And in this movie, the husband is trying to convince his wife that she's gone crazy. And he does this by slowly turning, they had a, you know, back in the olden days, they had gas lamps and slowly turning the gas lamp lower and lower and lower over the days. And as the wife started complaining about she was having difficulty seeing things, the husband was tricking her. And she started thinking that her eyes were going bad or that she was going blind. And really, he was just the one that was controlling the the lamp. But he kept telling her that, oh, no, the lamp's always the same. I haven't changed it at all. So uh, that's where the term gaslighting came from, is this movie, which was called Gaslight. So you would not have guessed that. I would not have guessed that in a million years. So anyway, so gaslighting is trying to convince somebody that their memory or interpretation of a previous event was not true and then substituting a new memory for them. The one place where we've seen this happen a lot lately is, of course, in COVID, which even our listeners remember these times. So this should be a helpful illustration to what gaslighting is. So, um, Brittany, let's go back to... 2020, 2021. I've been trying to forget. (laughs) (laughs) But in this case, I want you to remember. So do you remember at the time, especially early 2020, what the news was telling us about masks? What what are some things you remember about masks that they told Uh, us back then? That you didn't need them. Okay, that was at first. And then what did they tell us? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, then it was you have to have them. Like if you weren't wearing that, you know, piece of cloth over somebody's face, you were going like you were killing everybody because you were going to breathe on them and they were going to get COVID. That everybody had to have a mask everywhere, no matter where you went. Some people wore them outside. It was a, a whole thing. And what were they saying about simple cloth masks? Let's say like a bandana over your face. Did were those implied to be as? good as any mask you know what's funny and this kind of proves your point i don't even remember because so many (laughs) different things happened because i remember at first they were acceptable on like planes even and going places like you could wear a bandana you could wear those and then like slowly it like changed but again like so much changed that i don't even remember when and like when it so it's kind of like weird I, i still feel gaslit by the whole thing uh well i you know it's great that you said that because it's exactly right so there was a time you're uh, so starting off everyone a lot of times we forget but there was actually a time in early 2020 like march april 2020 where we were being told not to wear masks and we were told masks don't work and then it switched very quickly to everyone has to wear masks but you can just wear a bandana over your face or just a t-shirt you know they were giving tutorials on how to cut up old t-shirts and turn them into masks and so then they were saying it doesn't matter what you have over your mouth as long as it's something and then slowly it changed and then it became oh no bandanas aren't good you need to have four layers of cloth or two layers of cloth or something like that and then it became no only medical grade and then only in 95 respirators and so it slowly changed over time but what's interesting is that now we're finally it's coming out that masks don't really do anything to stop the spread, especially not cloth masks, not even the regular medical masks, things like that. However, if you read about it, things now, there's a lot of gaslighting going on, which is saying that, oh, um, we always knew that they didn't work or 
um, we never really mandated them or they were never, you didn't really have to wear them before. You always could have not worn them. Same thing with vaccines. There's people now saying, oh, there was never really a mandate. You didn't really have to have one to keep your job, which of course isn't true because depending on where you were, there were so many people that got fired because they yep. wouldn't get the shot. So many things you could not do, places you couldn't go if you hadn't been vaccinated. So there's a lot of gaslighting going on right now about COVID. So even our listeners can pick up on that and start to recognize that. Um Oh, quick little thing about masks, because those are a big deal for me. But did you know that in 1920, there was the Spanish flu? And in many places, I think in San Francisco and some other California cities, they implement, implemented a mask mandate in 1920. But these were just like little fabric masks. So that happened 100 years ago. And at the end of it, they discovered that the masks did nothing. And in fact, they made it worse because they ended up spreading bacteria. And so more people got sick from wearing masks than not wearing masks. So we had this knowledge for 100 years before COVID started. But even still, there was the gaslighting because I was one of the early people that were, were not a big fan of masks because I had read about you know the masks in 1920. So they were gaslighting us then and saying, oh, no, that didn't count back then. Anyways, um, I'm going off on lots of tangents. <laughs> so real quickly, kind of before we end, I want to talk about how can we protect ourselves from gaslighting? Because I think this is really important because as the media tries to convince us that something we know from the past isn't true or any place else in our life in which we're being told that our memory of an event is wrong, how do we know? So these are just some ways that you can protect yourself. Um, for one thing, don't only trust one source of information, especially not sources that can be tampered with. So like online news articles, online news articles, they can be changed. And unless someone's paying attention or checking an internet archive of it, you might not know. So be very careful about the sources that you're trusting. Document things. If you're someone who likes to journal, write down every day. Yeah. Write down what happened. So later, if you're trying to remember, oh, when did I go ice skating? I know that was like a week ago. You can look in your journal and think, oh, I went ice skating on Tuesday. So if someone tries to convince you, no, you were ice skating on Thursday because blah, 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 you can pull your journal out and say, oh, no, I wrote it down. It was on Tuesday. Um, one kind of last thing, know the difference between facts and feelings. Now, this is a huge yeah, thing, and one. it's something that uh, a lot of kids and adults even still need to work on. What's the difference between a fact of something happened and what's the feeling of how you remember something? It is possible sometimes that our memory of an event can be wrong if it is based only on our feeling. Yep. We can feel like, oh, I was angry. I remember being angry at that. Because I was angry, it must have been that my sister pushed me because I was angry. But that might not be the truth. The fact may have been that you tripped your sister first and then she pushed <laughs> you or something like that. Or maybe your sister honestly... Maybe she tripped and she fell into you on accident. Many different things could have happened. So it's important to try to figure out what was the fact of what happened and then what was your feeling. Because if you're just basing it on, I remember feeling angry. Well, that's not the fact. You know, she might not have pushed you. So those were kind of those are kind of the big things that I wanted to point out of um, how to kind of protect yourself from gaslighting. Oh, and one last thing: talk to someone that you know you can trust. Your parents. Mm -hmm. Ask them if you're not sure. Hey, when did we go ice skating last week? Hey, did my sister, did she push me or did she trip and accidentally fall into me? If you yeah, ask your parents or if your parents are around, ask somebody else that you trust that will tell you the truth from their perspective. So 
anyways, that's kind of my big um, thing is just look for gaslighting in the world. Try to find out what's true. I think that's great. Yeah, guys, this is an important lesson that you're going to encounter all throughout your life. So we'll wrap it up there. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and share with friends. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon, Ronnie. All right. See you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.